if you've been following social media, reading the newspapers, even watching television, you'll know that the release of Pathan has been greeted with unusual responses. Now, whenever a film does well, people are happy. But this time, people who don't normally care that much about Hindi cinema seem happiest. And a lot of people who should have nothing to do with the film, should be happy it succeeded, are posting nasty things about the film and pretending it's a flop. So what's going on? Well, let me explain to you. Pathan is much more than a film. I think when Shah Rukh Khan signed up for it, he intended it to be a film, but it became much more than that. It's become a symbol of a battle that's currently raging in the new India. It's a battle between Bollywood, between freedom of speech, and a section of the Hindutva right, which is determined to do down Bollywood, determined to punish people who they think don't toe the line. And under these people, the boycott has become an Indian art form. The style is pretty much the same every time. Somebody from Bollywood or somewhere says something that these guys don't approve of. Or he doesn't even say something. They look for something that they can claim they don't approve of. One example, of course, was Amir Khan, who said, apparently, that he and his wife were considering whether to continue living in India. They were worried about the climate in which you know you couldn't say what you wanted. Basically, the climate of intolerance. This was said at the beginning of the life of this government, and I think people were much less guarded than they would be now. The reaction was swift. A boycott was organized. Companies that used Amir to endorse their products were told, we will not buy your products. Amir is an untouchable, for want of a better word. No company should ever touch him. It was a horrifying and terrible thing to do. What was even more terrible was that many of the companies whose products he endorsed that used him as a brand ambassador ran scared. They dropped him. They said, no, no, we don't want to be associated with him. People buy our products online. If they see Amir Khan is advertising them, they won't buy them. And it actually set the pattern for what was to follow. Anybody said anything, there would be an uproar. Some grievance would be discovered. And the corporate sector, never the bravest part of India, would begin to run scared. It's gone on and on. And I can give you a list of films that have been boycotted. It's got so bad that because the boycott coincided with the slump in the Hindi film industry's fortunes, many people said these films are doing badly because of the boycott. It was always the same pattern. They looked for some grievance. They alleged that Hinduism or Hindu gods or India's tradition had been insulted. The case of Shah Rukh Khan is even more complicated. A section of the Hindutva lobby hates him. It's not clear why they hate him. It could be because his success is a symbol of the success of Indian secularism. He's a Muslim, married to a Hindu, loved by all communities, a symbol of a man who's risen above the petty religious loyalties that seem to have taken precedence today in India. They've gone for him again and again. He's frequently trolled. Bad things are said about him. And what, a year or so ago, his son was arrested in a, on a drug charge. Now, there was no doubt, I thought at the time, that the charge was bogus. This view was echoed by the Narcotics Control 
bureau itself, which accepted that the charges were without foundation, dropped them, and the officer concerned has been shunted out of the bureau and sent to some kind of punishment posting. There may well be action against him. So that Shah Rukh Khan's son had to spend so long in jail that he was framed is bad enough. But what I thought was more significant was the response of so many people to this incident. It was staggeringly clear to any ordinary person that there was nothing to the charges. Yet, if you watch television, night after night there would be a debate. Shah Rukh Khan would be abused. His loyalty would be called into question. It would be suggested that he himself was a drug addict. And various non-entities you'd never heard of would be invited as guests to tell us how terrible Shah Rukh was and how his son was a junkie and how retribution was coming their way. It worried me that we'd come to this, that the media, the mainstream media, television in particular, had joined social media and become part of the mob. It was part of a larger battle against Bollywood. Shah Rukh was just, I think, the symbol of that battle. And it was a battle that was fought on the grounds at Bollywood, which many of these people called Urdu would, was too secular, that too many Muslims were involved. And the claim was that Bollywood made films that were anti-Hindu, which will come as a surprise to most people in Bollywood who are Hindu and have never do murhats and go to temples when the films are being released. It's never even occurred to them to be anti-Hindu. Yet such was the hysteria that when the release of Pathan was coming up, I knew there would be a problem. But there'd been an encouraging development before that with the release of Ayan Mukherjee's Brahmastra. Now, this had been subject to the same kind of attacks. There were the same kind of calls for boycotts. They had to invent a reason to justify the boycott call. And some hardworking troll was asked to go through all of Ranbir Kapoor's interviews. And they found that in one interview, Ranbir had said he liked beef. Plus, this was enough. They immediately said nobody should see this film. And the industry panicked. In fact, even the media wrote off the film and they said it'll not succeed because the boycott will be very effective. In fact, the boycott meant nothing. The film went on to become a blockbuster. So that encouraged me. But when the release of Pathan was coming up, again the pressure increased and they looked for reasons to object to the film, reasons to call for a boycott. They found one when the first song was released. Apparently in this, I haven't seen the trailer, apparently in the trailer and in the song, Deepika Padukone, who as far as I know is a Hindu, was wearing a bikini which was saffron colored. This, they said, was an insult to Hinduism. And when I say they, I just don't mean idiot trolls. I mean senior people in the BJP, the MP Sadhvi Pragya called for action against the film. The Home Minister of Madhya Pradesh, Narotam Mishra, said that the film was created by people with a deranged mindset, Gandhi, just to defame Hinduism. And he even talked about banning the film in Madhya Pradesh. So great was the hysteria, I wondered what would happen. Now, a boycott works this way. If you tell people, don't go and see this film because the hero is a bad guy, they stay away, right? But they didn't. As soon as the advance booking for Pathan was announced, there were crowds and crowds and crowds. All the shows were sold out. It made, I think, even before it was released, 50 crores. And it was a spectacular release. It was released in a hundred countries. It was shown on over 5,000 screens. So they were determined to go for broke. And they were right, because nearly everywhere they released the film, there were huge crowds. And 
It's too early to be sure of what his final box office weight will be. Perhaps it won't be a super hit. I don't know. Let's wait for word of mouth. But so far, at least, it's clear it will be a hit. It will make money for everybody concerned. Why do these guys go on and on with these boycotts when they make fools of themselves? Because they don't work. The people of India don't listen to them. I think that realization is beginning to strike them. A week ago, the BJP national executive met. The prime minister spoke to his national executive members. The media were not invited. But afterwards, office bearers, the BJP, came out to brief the media. And they made it very clear in all of their briefings that the prime minister had said things like, you know, we work so hard for the country. And then some irresponsible chap makes a comment about a film just because he wants headlines. He was very clearly doing this in the middle of the fuss over Patan to distance himself from these calls for boycotts. He was sending out a message that these were not centrally supported, that he did not approve of them. Now, why did he do it? It could be free speech, which I have to say so far at least his party has not seemed unduly concerned with. Or it could be he realized that this is just not working. His MPs, his ministers are making fools of themselves by calling for boycotts and these calls are being ignored. So what happens next? My view is that the end of the era of boycotts is dawning. Yes, there will be calls for boycotts, there will be individual lunatics, but this kind of central call for a boycott echoed across all BJP and Sangh Parivar social media outlets, repeated by pet media channels, supported by ministers, I think that is over. I think people have realized, at least within the BJP, that this does not work. You cannot fight Bollywood successfully. People have loved Shah Rukh Khan for too long. They know what he's like. They know what he's about. They know he's married to a Hindu. They know that he is no enemy of Hinduism. So I think the Sangh Parivar is now taking a step back. And perhaps we're into a better era, an era in which people will not take these boycotts seriously and people will not call for them. Because ultimately, what's a boycott here? A boycott here is a bully. He can't really deliver on that boycott, as we've seen with these two films recently. But he hopes that by scaring you, by saying there will be terrible consequences, you will change your behavior, you will run away. All you needed really was to stand up to these boycotteers. You needed somebody to tell the mob, I don't care what you're saying, I'm going to go ahead. And I think to the credit of Shah Rukh Khan, who's had a really bad few years, he decided he was going to go out there, appeal to the people who've loved him for years and say, do your worst. This is my movie. These are my fans. And we've seen the results. We've seen the box office performance. We've seen the way in which people have ignored that boycott. Ultimately, the rest of India does not hate Bollywood just as much as a few trolls do. A battle against Bollywood, which is based on some idiotic assumption about being anti-Hindu and pro-Muslim, cannot succeed. And the success of Pathan reminds us of that.